tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world-governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm! And welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock! Join me as always is Xavier Guerrero and on the ones and twos, Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are you guys? Rawr! Oh, oh sorry. Damn, sorry look I at that. You were in the motion. You uh. felt it. Guys, a lot of things going on. First of all, I want to start off by saying thank you, Houston. It was our best weekend yet. Tinfall Hat Comedy came, saw, whooped ass, packed out all four shows. You know, it's very weird because we were going on the road and we're coming back. And I think we made a mistake of doing a 7 o'clock Friday show. We only think there's traffic here in L.A. There's traffic yeah. out If you're going to do a show in Texas on Friday, you better just do one show, 8, 8.30. That's yeah. it. But you guys came. You saw you kicked ass. Gorgeous women. Cool crowds. Lots of Mexicans. I loved it. Shout I, out to everybody who came and gave their conspiracy. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, that was great. Swarm take, huge success. Huge success. People came up. Johnny, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of people on shrooms the whole weekend. (laughs) I've been getting a lot of questions about it. Yeah, people wanting to find out when you're going to do it again. It's coming. It's coming. We're going to do it again. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Dude was either on shrooms or one of the most powerful (laughs) edibles ever. Did a stage bombing twice. Just ran up on stage like this cute little Mexican Care Bear. And he just had this blank look in his eye. I'm like, are you going to do something or are you just being loved? He's like, I just want to talk. And he just grabbed the mic and he was just talking to this one guy. And it was really funny <laughs> because he was like trying to be like spiritual, but it also sounded like homoerotic suicide, right? Like, dude, we're. Oh yeah, we're like me and you. We're going to go out with guns. Oh, and like I was a like, Thelma and Louise kind of deal. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Okay. totally. So I hope we'll, we'll we'll be putting it out soon. Yeah, it was fun, and uh, there was some great conspiracies. Some people came with some good shit. I was very excited. Some fun stuff. A lot of Latinos. God bless Mexicans who love conspiracies. Bravo sang. Bravo Believe sang. Believe it or not, but Bravo what did, what sang. I uh, sang his songs. People loved it. Chingo Bling jumped on. It was a lot of fun. It was a great weekend. I, I'm shooting it. Ooh. If everything goes right, I'm putting out a mini special from there. And if you guys didn't follow me on Instagram, we went to NASA. Yeah, we did go to Imagine NASA, Sam which was NASA. fun. So that will be out soon. And guess what? I think my next special is going to be called Buckle Up Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I did all like the COVID stuff, stuff, uh, you know, about the 2020 stuff I've been doing for a while. So that should be out soon. Hope you guys enjoy it. Secret Group is a great club to perform. And if you're a comic looking for a place to perform, cannot recommend Secret Group enough. Uh, a lot of stuff's going on at the show. It looks like if everything goes according to plan, October 16th is the big 500. Whoa. That's what I'm shooting for. Let's go. 
October 16th is the big 500. I'm going to make it happen. I hopefully have some by the end of the end of the week for you guys so we can start blasting this out. I think two-day event. I I think I'm going to do one day, Stick one day, a Saturday, two Saturday. shows. Two shows. Right now I have a location, but if this thing goes really big, I might have to move it. I, I'm going to see if I can, who I can get out there to uh, do it. Yeah, some people are trying to fly out. I'm going to do, obviously, if you guys don't piss me off, you guys will be on it. <laughs> okay? We're, we're, I think I'm going to ask Off the Grid to come out. You should. Yeah, why not? He's probably uh, the, yeah. you know, the first hundred or so. And then maybe Eddie. It's crazy to think that... that it's been that long since he was on the show because it feels like he was on it forever, you know? Yeah. But really, it was was it the first hundred? Is that that's Yeah, that's we'll crazy. check out when it is, but you know, I love him. I uh, miss that guy. Yeah, what's he up to these days? Is he around in LA? Yeah, he's he's like he's 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 off, he's the, off the grid. grid. Yeah, he's he off just the does grid. off the grid shit. Yeah. He shows up, you can catch love him, him and then he yeah. just it like he's like the wind, he takes off. Yeah. You can catch him on random podcasts sometimes on YouTube. It, they'll come up and like, oh shit, there he is. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I'll yeah. see him just on random people's Instagrams. You know, <laughs> he'll just be like, wait, is that Ryan? Yeah, and yeah, then he'll yeah. Just be in the background of a photo. You can't you know, miss that hair. Yeah. I love him. He's great. He's a good guy, and uh, I'm glad he's still with us. Um, yeah. Also, I'm going to be in Bakersfield this weekend, guys. I'm going to be in Bakersfield this weekend. Uh, I'm going to be doing one show at the Well with Daniel Betts. And I'm very excited. Chris Neff, two shows. One. Chris Neff from uh, Cash Daddies will be there. Johnny Bencourt and myself and a couple locals. Two shows. Go to samtriplee.com for those tickets. And then at the end of the uh, month, the 30th, I'm in West Hills at a bar called The Rabbit Hole doing two shows. Uh, super excited about that. And we'll see how it goes. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So they're starting to do conspiracy comedy there. It's called it's called um, Red Pill Comedy because it's called the Rabbit Hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm oh, super excited about that. Uh, as we'll talk about on the show today, uh, the more the merrier. I say, the more people doing this conspiracy stuff, the harder it's going to be for them to shut us down. So I'm really excited. Uh, if you want to get more bang for your buck from this show, go to Rockfin.com. Rockfin.com has all my premium content, all 900 shows of mine. You can get it all for $10. We got Tim Fall Hat Premium. We've got Conspiracy, Conspiracy Social Club. Club. We, we've got The Greatest of All Time. We've got Zero, which started it all. My spiritual podcast. Broken Great Simulation. And we have first look at the number, what, 65th show in Trinidad? No, the 59th sh rank show in Turks and Caicos. Oh, my God. I don't even know where that place is, and I can't go there because I'll get mobbed. So go check it out. That's Broken Sim. Uh, check out all my shows free. Now, if you go to samtriplee.com, not only are my, all my tickets there, but all my shows are there. All my free shows. Any free content I put out is available at samtriplee.com. Whether it's Tinfoil Hat, Cash Daddies, uh, Broken Sim, what else is on there? What else other shows? Uh, uh, Union of the Unwanted. And the Union of the Unwanted is on Rockfin as well. So either go to samtriplee.com or Rockfin for my, my uh, content. Now, uh, new t-shirt I'm working on, Shapeshifting Jesus. We got a good one. Let's just say it involves Godzilla, Can't okay? That's all I got to say. Shit. Godzilla. Wait, the Shapeshifting Jesus shirt involved Godzilla? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. 
Because why wouldn't shape-shifting Jesus shape-shift into Godzilla? And how do we know that Godzilla isn't the story of Jesus? I mean, he is a god. Yeah. Godzilla. Yeah. It's in the name. Godzilla. Thank you, Xavier Guerrero. I'm just wondering why he didn't Every turn once in a while, you make me know I made the right decision <laughs> to have you on. I'm just wondering why he didn't turn into Godzilla when they were trying to crucify him. Because that was part of his game, dog. Okay. It's part of the plan. Got yeah. Right. He could just stomp around, then there's no Bible. Think oh, about it, Johnny. Good point. Johnny, think about it. Excellent. So that's the whole thing there. Go uh, If you want a t-shirt, you want to support the show, go to tinfoilhattshirts.com. Now... I want to open this something up. If you have a t-shirt idea, if you want to draw a t-shirt for a t-shirt, I'm paying 100 bucks for each one that I like. Send me a shirt. I can't guarantee you I'm going to use it. But if we like it. If we use it. If, if we, we use, use it, it. And not we don't use everyone. Just putting on Instagram does not mean we're using it. Yes. If you send us something, please I want to make a shirt called I'm All About That Action. Oh, and a Good Morning Swarm one. We talked about that. Yeah, we need a Good Morning Swarm shirt. So if we're looking for stuff like that, we put it out to you guys. I know a lot of you guys fast forward this stuff, but this is the good shit. (laughs) So uh, we're looking for t-shirt designs uh, for Tinfoil Hat. Anything you think would be great, go for it. and uh, Send it to, I mean, I know you're going to tell me I sent it to Sam. Send it to me. Tinfoil, all of them. If you did put some time into it, one of us will look it up and yes, we'll yes, let you know. Yes, yes, So send to us and we would love to see it. Uh, should there be an email to send to? All right, just send it to us on uh, Instagram or or Fat Dragons Pro on any of my social media. So go check that out. Anything else, guys? Did I miss anything? No, we're about to have a new Broken Sim that should be out tomorrow in early morning. So. Check All right, go out. check that out. And we don't smoke the same. Oh, yeah, we got some new mystery box coming up. And uh, I'm going to get Sam to sign some shit. So if you're a Swarm member, head over there on Saturday. We will be selling those mystery I will boxes. sign some stuff for you guys for sure. There we go. Even though E-Zone didn't return my phone call for a while. <laughs> but I will help out because I, I love people. Guys, we got a great show for you. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope to see you in Bakersfield this weekend. Drink. Okay, so let's get into it, man. He's got a book at home. I've read it. It's great. It's called Government, the Biggest Scam in History. I'm very excited to have this next guest on. He's done my premium content, and we're back here again. Please welcome... Etienne de la Boetti Squared. (laughs) Respect. uh, That's that's obviously a pen name, and uh, as you said, my book is Government, the Biggest Scam in History Exposed where I make the case that government was never intended to protect life, liberty, and property. It's a technique used by intergenerational organized crime to rob and control societies. And it's always illegitimate because if I don't have the ability to make up rules for you or take your money myself, then it's impossible for me to delegate a right. I do not have myself to a representative to represent me doing something I don't have the ability to do myself. You can't be bound by a social contract that you didn't sign. And if uh, Xavier and I can't vote to rob Sam because we outnumber him, then it doesn't matter if there's four of us or 20 of us or 250 million of us. Nothing can take something that is immoral and make it moral just because the majority wants to lynch black folks or rob Peter to pay Paul. And so uh, so uh, it has been a scam and they get away with it. The subtitle is how uh, intergenerational organized crime controls the government and the media. It's the government and the media working together, controlling perception on a very, very wide scale to give everybody the illusion that it's legitimate that they get to rob you. Uh, it's legitimate because some people 
desire to vote in rigged elections, uh, even though it's illogical and immoral, uh, that that's the reason why they get to rob society. And uh, the book is designed for visual learners. And so it's full of uh, infographics, media ownership charts and memes. It's designed to take your friends and relatives who you may have tried to explain some of this to from zero to 60 in the shortest amount of time possible. Uh, I love the book and I love your whole point of view. You know, while, while the Trump administration was going through, you know, I, I took a stance of like, you got to look at him like a crime boss. Now, the black pill people were like, he's a puppet too. And I'm like, I totally get that. But I think when you explain to people, uh, you know, to look at government through the lens of organized crime, everything seems to fit together. Everything seems to make sense. And and when, you know, and yes, they all work for the same people, generally, these very, very powerful elites. In my humble opinion, there is some sort of turf war stuff going on for who gives out the contract. So there is a, a, yes, yes, you know, Hillary and Trump will work together against the people because it's in both their best interests. But they are both vying for control of the purse strings. Am I am I off on that? No, you named it. Yeah, they're both battling to be CEO of uh, Organized Crime Incorporated. But they are. But there is a a board of directors that sits above them. Uh, real power is always invisible. It exercises its you know power from behind the scenes. Uh, real power does not show up on your television screen. You do not know their names. Uh, but at the top of the food chain, it's the banks that have the ability to create money out of thin air using fractional reserve banking. Uh, where the, you know, the kind of the, the, the scam is when you go to get a bank to get a mortgage or a car loan or whatever, they're not loaning you deposit or money. They lobbied and bribed Congress in 1913 to create the private federal reserve, which backstops the money center banks to create this money out of thin air. And so they just tickle the ivories and credit your account with digital dollars, even though that's inflationary. And even though that's stealing the value out of the, out of everybody else in societies, the money they earn and they save and the ability to create money out of thin air, uh, that, you know, that's why the bank is always the biggest building in every single town and city in the world. Uh, they make these exorbitant profits and what they've done over time is they've taken those profits and they've bought up the media uh, to just, you know, it's only deception and distraction. And in the book, we've got some media ownership chart showing how it's on the old media side, six, six companies running hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different named subsidiaries to give everybody the illusion that there's all these different information sources in society. And then on the new media side, there's about two to three dozen, you know, uh, what I like to call DARPA front companies that were given internet technology and unlimited capital early on to be able to buy up and consolidate their like little corner of the information food chain, whether that's search engines like Google, YouTube, Wikipedia, Reddit, um, Fedbook, Facebook, uh, discuss the comment engine that does comments on all the different websites, uh, Snopes, Meetup. I could go on, but those companies 
unlimited capital, you know, Twitter. These are the folks that have been caught censoring, have been caught deplatforming, demonetizing the uh, the growing alternative media. So they're taking out the authentic voices of the uh, of the growing alternative media on all of their controlled platforms while they're promoting the uh, the voices that are going along with whatever the party line is and the establishment line that it's legitimate that they get to rob you. 100%. Hey guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Caldera Lab, okay? Caldera Lab is a men's skincare line that is a company with a conscience, okay? They are a B certified corporation and the only men's skincare line certified by Made Safe, PETA, and Leaping Bunny. Come on, Leaping Bunny's in. We're PETA, all in. Come on. Come on, dude. Whether you're tackling dry skin, acne scars, wrinkles, or just Want to do you and invest in healthier skin? This is the one product I would use, okay? It's a non-toxic natural serum, okay? Made with 100% from plants for all guys and all their skin types. Right, Johnny? Dude, you're damn right. I just did the test. Do You did? Yeah, it asked you for your age, what type of skin tone you have, where you live, and they gave me what I need. I, I heard that customers rave that it doesn't cause breakouts and it doesn't go on greasy. I hate when it goes on greasy. Me too. Okay, they want they went above and beyond industry benchmarks in their clinical trials. Okay, the results showed that it is proven to work on all skin types. Ninety six percent of men wow. saw healthier skin. Okay, works great with a beard, bald, or dry scalp. Okay, keeps it all nice, shiny, and moisturized. The founders live in Jackson, Wyoming, dude. Hey, if you live in Wyoming, you better be serious. Okay. You live in Wyoming, that's the real thing. And they created a product because of the dry skin from the high-altitude climate. And there was nothing on the market they would use, okay? Nothing clean, nothing toxic, no not non-toxic ingredients, and that proven to work, okay? Best of all, you can try it 100% risk-free. If you don't love it after 60 days, they will refund you in full. Here's a special offer for the, our listeners, The Swarm. Receive 20% off your first purchase of the good. Go to calderalab.com and use the discount code TINFOILHAT at checkout. That's one word, TINFOILHAT at checkout. Now let's take a look at what, what was the big thing that they were talking about in Houston? BlackRock, right? Yeah. BlackRock buying up, up all the housing. Now think about this. Think about this. Fractional Reserve Banking, Federal Reserve, bailouts. How many bailouts did we just see of these giant corporations? You don't think BlackRock got a giant chunk of these fucking fake dollars, dude? And now what are they doing with those fake dollars? They're taking buying real assets. So you yes. are competing against fake money that is uh been presented as taxpayer monies to bail out too big to fail to for operating costs. In reality, they're just bribing everything. Take a look at Jeff Bezos, man. Jeff Bezos is going to buy MGM for $8 billion. He just got $10 billion for a space program. I mean, dude, this is fascism, man. Yeah. It is the blatant, most obvious fascism you will ever see in your life. And it's happening yeah, right yeah. in and front I, of our eyes. 
you, you absolutely, you absolutely nailed it. And so there's two analogies that I'll give you and your audience. The first one is imagine if I have a dollar and the central bank has a dollar and now we both own 50% of the, each of us own 50% of the global wealth. Okay. And now the bank is allowed to quantitatively ease and create two more dollars. Well, now all of a sudden they have 75% mm-hmm. of the global wealth and you or me are down to 25% yes. of the global wealth. Now, wait, I'll give you another one. Imagine but wait, you're playing there's Monopoly. more. Yeah. Imagine you're playing Monopoly and the banker is cheating and the banker is reaching under the table and he's grabbing $500 bills at the end of the game, who owns everything on the board and who are renters and debtors. And so that's what's going on there. The, the, the organized crime, uh, organized crime system lobbied and bribed the government to give them the ability to create money out of thin air. And they're turning their, these, these dollars into plant property equipment. They're buying up the world with these little paper tickets and they started with the media. So the media doesn't tell you what's really going on. It is the most brilliant thing. If it wasn't, evil dog shit right it, it's the yep. most brilliant thing dude it's just like you create a system which you can fabricate money and then you buy everybody's soul with it everybody's yep. soul buy all their souls bribe the fuck out of everybody by getting them mm-hmm. lucrative deals on funny money and watch them just turn on their best interests and their fellow man and we're seeing it over and over and over again all dancing with the devil for phony money. Now, what we've talked about on this show uh, and on my other Cash Daddy's investment show is about turning your digital into physical. Now there's a race against these companies to to they're buying up all the everything, dude. And you're like, they can't possibly have enough money. They don't have to have enough money because they'll just get another bailout of phony fake money that they're going to pass on to you to buy your house. And good luck turning around and buying another house with that. Or finish being, or finishing paying so it know, off. Yeah. It's like, what, 40 years to pay off a house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's un. And so you're and during that time, you're going to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in interest on a loan that was created out of thin air. Yeah. And so, you know, in addition to like, you know, in addition to uh, the, uh, the unfairness of allowing certain companies, I mean, you know, I've got a company, Sam's got a company. I don't get to create money out of thin air. Sam doesn't get, cre- get to create money out of thin air, but these private banks have been given this exorbitant privilege to create money out of thin air. And in addition to the, in the the inherent unfairness of that, the process is inflationary and it is stealing the value out of everybody else's money the same way as if they just stuck their hand in your pocket and stole it, but they're doing it in this kind of sneaky way, whereas they create more and more and more and more and more and more and more digital dollars. There's now, you know, with bailouts and quantitative easing and, and, and uh, fractional reserve banking, all of these digital dollars begin to compete with each other for a scarce amount of, uh, of um, goods and services in the economy. And it begins to bid up prices. And that's why you're seeing prices rise. It isn't necessarily, 
necessarily that the value of your home or the value of your portfolio is going up. It now takes more rapidly depreciating fiat paper tickets to buy the exact same amount of housing and stocks. Yes. That's the dynamic where people think they're getting richer, but now all of a sudden they're paying six bucks for a cup of coffee and they're paying $4 a gallon for gas and they're paying, you know, and and they're dealing with all these, these higher prices at the same time that the, that the organized crime system is waging economic warfare against them where they're bankrupting independent businesses with the lockdowns. They're piling on all these like hidden taxes. And like, you know, most people have kind of calculated what they pay the man in the 1040. But when you really like peel back the onion and you, and you think about all the hidden taxes, every time you buy a gallon of gas, every time you buy a, uh, a, a, a beer, every time you pay your cable television bill, every time you pay your cell phone bill, every time you get a rental car, every time you get a ticket, an airline ticket, I got a, I went to London a couple of years ago, I, it was a $1,200 ticket. The ticket was 400 and the taxes and the airline fees and all that garbage was 800 bucks. And so they're making sure that people don't have wealth to be able to be independent, don't have wealth to oppose them. At the same time, they're giving these monopoly corporations there. So it's, it's the, it's the banks providing certain companies in the economy with unlimited funds to be able to buy up and consolidate their competition so that you're forced to go to work for a monopoly company because that's the only jobs that are out there. And the monopoly company is the one that is forcing you to wear a mask to go into their, you know, uh, into their business or forcing you to wear a mask to fly on their plane. And they're going to be the ones trying to force you to get a, a, experimental quote unquote vaccine to even come in as Ikea is mandating right now and get ready. There's going to be other companies doing the exact same thing. And so you're, you're going to see this tyranny imposed by these cartel companies that have been given this unlimited bankster capital to buy up and consolidate their own industry so that they can control their employees and that people can't have independent wealth. They do not want people having independent wealth where where you're not under their little thumb it is 100 percent full emotion and you know i was thinking that you know it's so interesting that kid did this because i feel like publicly like i don't know maybe i live in the echo chamber which is could totally be true that the people i meet and hang out with and have conversations with are of like-mindedness Mm-hmm. That I feel like the tide is turned on vaccines, vaccine passports, and stuff like that. But then you see the story of Akia, and everybody's mm-hmm. losing their skulls. And it's hilarious because you have comedy clubs in Los Angeles doing the exact same thing. And you have blue check mark freaking celebrities on the internet celebrating this shit. But we're freaking out because it's supposed to be a wristband instead of a card. It's the same shit in general. They it's need- the same yeah. shit. And it's like, guess who's not going to Kia anymore? This guy right here. Have you been to that comedy, the, the comedy club we're talking about? Well, there. Well, it's all of them. My whole thing is tomorrow is supposed to be, this is so hilarious, open up day. We're supposed to be open. Like, we're really celebrating that we just get a little bit of our 
our free choices back. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And like Dodgers are like, we're having open up day. We're doing it. And I feel like they're like, F you, Gavin Newsom. We're opening up because we're losing money right now. You know? So we'll see how it plays out. I mean, I tend to think it's, and I again, I could live in an echo chamber, that things are, seem to be turning, that the people seem to be winning the... I mean, how was Houston? Did you wear a mask at all? I uh, no, dude. They were like it was on Uber. Like you agree to have a mask, and you get in. Uber driver never said anything. Nope. Never said a word. So I don't know, man. I, I tend to think we are winning the information battle, and maybe they're going to just you know you got Klaus Schwab now, and we're gonna do an episode on it tomorrow. Johnny didn't tell you about that, but we are. Uh <laughs> we're doing an episode tomorrow in here. Zoom. Zoom. On um, this big uh, um, d- hacking of the uh, of the cyber cyber attacks, like like uh, my favorite thing is like if I go, oh no, you know, somebody's gonna come through that window, right? And if every time you came in, I go, somebody's gonna come through that window, wouldn't you at some point go, well, why don't you do something about the window? Yeah, right. But that's they're just telling us. That this is going to happen, which makes me know it's going to happen. And how is it anyone going, what the fuck you talking about, Klaus Schwab? I'll smack the fuck out of you, you Nazi. How come nobody's saying that to him? Like, dude, we know you're going to hack our thing. At this point, are we not obvious that it is an inside job yet again? All right, guys, I want to tell you about our new friends at We The People Holsters. That's right. Personal holsters for your guns. American-made holsters designed to conceal carry. Holla at your boy. How excited are you about this, Johnny? I could not be more excited, dude. As soon as you told me about the sponsor, I was on their website checking out all the holsters. Do you own a gun, Xavier? Dude, I'm American. Yeah, you are. Barely, but you are. <laughs> you really are. Guys, you know we're living in uncertain times. Millions have come to realize the importance of the Second Amendment right there, okay? If you're looking for the perfect accessory to go with the perfect firearm, get an American-made holster from my friends, and they are my friends, We The People Holsters, okay? Starting at just $40, We The People Holsters have custom molded to your exact firearm for quick smooth draw holla at your boy there they have thousands of options to choose from plus a, a section of custom printed holsters okay including a line with the real tree camouflage yeah for those hunters johnny just like your dad right no no my brother-in-law's a big hunter your dad doesn't hunt no mm-mm. he doesn't so he just goes in the forest naked <laughs> yeah that's exactly right <laughs> okay wow well, you're there check out the complete line of patriotic shirts and new edc tactical gun belts which come with their exclusive talon buckles which is which is manufactured 100 in the united states most likely right next to the blue chew fucking boner oh, factory shit. okay that's america here we go every holster and gun comes with a lifetime guarantee if you're not if it if it's not perfect fit send it back for a full refund and oh yeah don't forget to get some bags from the mouth watering beef jerky okay they got no bacon jerky they got some serious bacon jerky yes you heard it here bacon oh, I love bacon jerky dude. do you johnny it's so good man okay yeah. maybe we'll get them to send you some so you and your lady can make love while you play with your new holster and eat bacon jerk jerky it's like that's it's, a night it's like, okay. you're in, it's like you're in our house that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> so show your support for the show and this great american company go to we the people holsters dot 
Facebook.com slash tinfallhat right now. Get an additional $10 off with the promo code tinfoil10. That's T-I-N-F-O-I-L, the number 10, okay? We the people holsters.com slash tinfoilhat. We the people holsters.com slash tinfoilhat. So, yeah, let's talk about what's going on. And so I mentioned the book is Government, the Biggest Scam in History at Government-Scam. But also, you know, my my foundation is called the Art of Liberty Foundation. And we're doing kind of uh, we're, we're a volunteer, we're a startup voluntarist think tank. And voluntarism is kind of the good news message that I wanted to share with your audience is that we don't really need government. It's the big secret that is never allowed to be discussed on the, the controlled corporate media. It is that that everything that government does from the police to the courts to roads to dispute resolution to air traffic control could easily be done by the free market, by mutual aid societies, by real charity. And that if the government wasn't taking everybody's income in covert taxes, overt taxes and inflation, we would all be crazy, crazy wealthy and more than you know capable of of uh, of taking care of the poor, the needy, and the disadvantaged, and especially if they weren't stealing the value out of the money. And absent, if we didn't have this organized crime monetary system, the dollars that everybody earns and saves should be buying more and more each year as innovations and productivity improvements reduce the costs of buying the necessities and the luxuries of life. And so we're not only being robbed of the loss of the purchasing power, the the inflation rate, which is really over 10%, no matter what the Bureau of Labor Statistics tells you it is, um, but we're being robbed out of the the uh, growing purchasing power that everyone's money would have if they weren't stealing the value out of it. And so my foundation, the Art of Liberty Foundation, in, in May of 2020, we did an expose on what's going on with the COVID. And our, our, our uh, thesis and our research leads us to believe that the COVID was the engineered, manufactured reason for the bailouts. And so we're that, that we're going to hand trillions of dollars to private banks and private companies through the bailouts and the stimulus, and we're going to spend hundreds of billions of dollars uh, with our monopoly corporate media system to make it look like there's really a pandemic, even though the hospitals are empty, the death rate isn't anything more than the usual and customary flus and elderly deaths and pneumonias and things like that. We're going to use a, 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 a notoriously unreliable test, the PCR test that the inventor, Kerry Mullis, uh, who won the Nobel Prize for inventing it, said never should be used to diagnose any disease or we can crank up the 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 threshold cycle uh, to 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 produce false positives, and then we're going to come in with a hundred billion dollars through the CARES Act, and we're going to incentivize the hospitals to put people on ventilators, which is going to kill them, to put people to mark to mark people as COVID, even though they're not COVID. Ventura, California, just came out and they said that oh, whoops. 
uh, we went back and checked and it looks like 25% of the people that we said had COVID, they didn't really die of COVID. Uh, we, they absolutely positively did not die of COVID. And that's just, that's just the initial pass. I mean, what, you know, maybe end up being more than 25%. And I would argue that, was it really COVID that killed them or did they just have a false positive or, or were they just a usual and customary seasonal flu death, influenza death? They got put on a ventilator, kept away from their family and their friends. And then that's what really killed them. But you can see our, our you know, you can see that, that, uh, that research at government dash scam forward slash pandemic. And not only was it the bailouts, but I don't think that the, the that the organized crime government is able to fund the treasury market anymore, and so we think that the that they knew that this day was coming, that their little treasury Ponzi scheme was going to kind of fall apart, and so the COVID has been used as the manufactured, engineered excuse for the Fed to do something that would be illegal, which is to buy treasuries at the treasury auctions. And starting in December and January and February of 2020, the Fed began getting caught by Zero Hedge and ChrisMartinson.com and other financial websites, not buying treasuries at the auctions, but waiting a day or two and buying them from the primary dealers. So the treasury market was blowing up and now, you know, see what happened there was this uh wet market in china and there were some bats and they bit a human and now the fed gets to buy treasuries at the auctions and starting with the when the COVID happened they were doing that at 80 billion dollars a month by june it stabilized or sorry 80 billion a day that stabilized in june to 80 billion a month and now the fed gets to buy these treasuries even though it's inflationary even though that's the sign of a banana republic it's called money you know uh, it's called monetization of of the debt and it is the it is the textbook example of banana republic crooked government and so uh, we think that this whole covid thing has just been designed to hand trillions of dollars to these people so they can scoop up the last pieces of uh, you know blast properties on the board before the dollar takes a nosedive you know what man i am just 100% behind everything you just said and i i agree that this 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 virus was used as a smoke screen mm -hmm. now when we say that okay are we saying that people didn't die uh, no nope. are we saying that there wasn't a virus i'm not saying that i'm also mm -hmm. not smart enough to tell you the exact same corona has been around forever it's been around forever okay people die of the flu you are delusional and retarded if you think that the flu has disappeared and now covid's here if you don't think there's a guy there's a connection between those two i can't help you i can't help you and you are you are looking for reasons not to accept what's going on okay that's what you're doing yeah, yeah. you're looking for reasons there's emails there's emails that came out from Fauci. There should be more than more than reasoning for I that. I don't even buy into all that. That, that. Listen, you're totally right. That's all true. But who knows? That yet. is all done purposefully uh, to get us to not want to be mad at Fauci. And like Eddie Bravo says, that validates a, a virus, right? 
It does, yeah. That validates yeah, needing yeah. to get the va- vaccine. All this stuff does. In in the uh, SARS, was it the SARS uh, uh, simulation? They were basically talking about how they're going to burn one of the, the, the leaders of this thing. Burn them publicly. Right? There's I'm, two. Well, there's two now. Bill Gates is one of them. Yeah, and, and what, what? What? How old is Fauci? Do you, he's expendable? It's like why? Yeah, he, well, he's he, yeah. I, I recognized that, that guy was going to be the bag man and the fall guy for this thing from the beginning, and so they're going to heap it all on him so that you're focused on the cape and not on the matador. And the the matador is the fact that government is illegitimate. It's not designed to protect your life, liberty, and property. It is a technique used to rob and enslave you, and it is all. It is impossible to have a legitimate moral government. And so what we need to be talking about is we need to be talking about real solutions that don't involve the government. You're not going to be able to vote harder to get your people in. You're not going to, the Republicans aren't going to save you from the Democrats. Democrats aren't going to save you from the Republicans. They're all in on it together. What we need to be talking about is a peaceful and orderly dissolution of the states from the federal government. We need to be talking about, you know, not paying our taxes, not withholding taxes for employees, not going along with the scam. Uh, Government has been a scam scam to rob and control the the population. And now I really think that people are starting to figure that out on a very, very wide scale, which is why they're trying to lock down society, uh, you know, right now as it is. And so now all we really need to do is we need to, you know, widely expose it. My, my foundation, the art of Liberty foundation wants to do it in a single state, get around this algorithmic censorship of the internet, get around the, the monopolization of the media by taking the book government, the biggest scam in history. It's backed up with a credit card size flash drive that has uh, eight or 16 gigabits of evidence that back up everything in the book and a documentary and just go door to door. It's the brute force attack to get around censorship. And for about a million bucks, we can drop a hundred thousand copies of the book. Oh, that's great. Uh, Airdrop it just like flying by with little, uh, little fucking uh, (laughs) parachutes, right? (laughs) Why not dude? They do the other country. Yeah, just just go door to door, just like Amazon does, you know, and just drop off a package and and you know at targeted residents. If you hit the if you hit the the parents of high school seniors, uh, you know, the in in New, we, New Hampshire where the Free State Project is. Uh, freestateproject.org, fsp.org, uh, they've already got 5,200 Liberty folks on the ground that are trying to roll back government to just protecting life, liberty, and property. We want to accelerate that in New Hampshire by dropping, you know, 100,000 copies. There's only 1.3 million people in New Hampshire. There's 800,000 voters. If you hit the parents of, of uh, high school age seniors, you're getting three voting age people. That's 300,000 out of 800,000 voters. And if you do it in a targeted way, going after the entrepreneurs, going after the business leaders, going after the journalists, going after the professoriate, going after the culture creators, the bloggers, the YouTube people, you don't have to win everybody in the state. You've really just got to win the intelligentsia. And once you have the intelligentsia and they, and they get, you know, two key concepts, they need to understand number one, that government is, illegitimate it can't be legitimate you can't have a legitimate government and number two that the meat there's a man behind the curtain in the media 
And once they understand that, hey, you know, and some of the, you know, in the book, we've got media ownership charts and we've got media organization charts that show how this small handful of companies is widely controlling perception. And once you realize, oh, that's how the magician does the trick. Well, it's very, very hard to be fooled by the magic show again once you understand how the magician does the trick. And so if you want to free California, free New Hampshire, if you want to free, you know, Illinois, free New Hampshire, once it gets out that government is illegitimate and that then and that that New Hampshire has rolled it back and is doing fine, it's going to be impossible to hide that from the rest of the country. Yeah. that's how we think. We think we just win one single state. Let's concentrate all of our efforts in one single state. Let's get around the censorship by going door to door, driving people to town hall meetings, moving them to uh, open source, encrypted, distributed communication platforms that can't be censored by the organized crime NSA on the DARPA internet and begin, you know, creating a revolution of ideas in one single place. And then that's going to be the way to spread it. But you've got to get around this monopolization of the media and this algorithmic censorship and the cheapest and fastest and the only way to do it is by this brute force attack on censorship you've got to go door to door i uh i i couldn't agree more and i i think new hampshire is great you know we're not going to get california until we until california has no other options you know yeah. jo- johnny was it were you and i t- where were we talking about this was it, was this on uh, the grace of all time we were talking about where the more nerdy the area, yeah, the more yeah, was, yeah. they are just like into, full COVID uh, retarded. I was in Vegas, and everywhere in Vegas, nobody had masks on until I went to the Pinball Hall of Fame. <laughs> Everybody had masks on. Yeah, and it's just, I see it everywhere. Like, go to Starbucks. Like, they think they're on full lockdown, and it, it, it it's April 2020. Oh, this the sim- way they're acting. Watch this simple. Go to Target. And then go to Walmart. Walmart got no mask. Yeah. Ghetto people don't care. They're yeah. like, fuck that. Go to yeah. Target. And you got people still like, there's some people still wearing the mask. So, so I don't think we're going to get California for a long time. I think you can get San Diego. Huntington Beach is wide open. But we got to start with the states that are, are full on participation. Now, this governor for Florida, that's a wolf in sheep's clothing. That dude is Zionist to the bone. As much as you guys can be cool with everything he's doing with the COVID stuff, just know he's, like, violated the First Amendment, censoring criticism of Israel, okay? And again, I got to say this every time I talk about Israel because someone will chop this up and make it seem like I hate Jews. Love Jews. Love Israelis. Again, going back, hating government. And Israel's no different than what I see going on right now in Canada. And I'm fucking very scared for my Canadian friends. Because you have a dude who I believe is as illegitimate as Joe Biden is in office. I mean, Trudeau, there's no way that guy won that election. But we know what this election for. You know, we just had a guest on who I love with all my my heart. But they were just basically like, I don't think there was election fraud. I'm like... Do you really believe that they 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 rig elections all over the world, but not in your own backyard? The most powerful place where they've completely controlled all the purse strings, have created a way to fund everything for decades. You you don't think they're rigging this election? You don't think they did that? And maybe you want to say something happened with with Trump over Hillary, and that was all game too. I'm fine with that. I just think Hillary ran the worst campaign of all time. And she thought she had a maid and she fucking totally, totally like 
screwed the pooch on Michigan, Ohio, Wisconsin, and that the Joe Biden reaction to that was an overreaction because it was so obvious nobody wanted him. You can say whatever you want about Trump being a puppet. He was the most popular of the puppet. Like, you know, you watch, you have kids, you watch, you watch um, Sesame Street. There's Elmo and everybody else, right? I mean, nobody <laughs> on Sesame Street's going to win an election over Elmo. Elmo's a puppet, but Elmo has got the biggest nuts on fucking Sesame Street. <laughs> He's running it. He's a dictator. That lets you know, though, that the seat of power is not in the government because Trump was the government, you know, when the election was coming up and he was not reelected. That lets you know the seat of the power in this country is outside of the government. It, you know, it's in business and... And yeah, it's, well, higher, it's, it's the levels. intelligence. It's, yeah, yeah. It's the banks and the intelligence agencies One. that have the get out of jail free card and have the ability to, you know, to assign people to national security letters and things like that. Uh, but, you know, just to touch on Israel, Israel is using government. So government is a technique to rob and control society. And so there's an organized think of them as organized crime families, different, you know, families around the world that are running their little, you know, their little territory. And it's not that it's not that it's the, you know, the people of the United States or, you know, want to go to war with the people of Russia or the people of China. It's that the organized crime government in China is waging war against the Chinese people. It's that the Russian government is waging war against the Russian people. And then they're just menacing each other's populations with the specter of war to create fear in the population to drive them to the protection of the government. And so the, the, you know, the, 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 if we expose the, you know, the, the illegitimacy and the, uh, the, the fact that you don't need government in the United States and we do away with government here, uh, and that, that's, that is going to spread around the world at the speed of light. And you're going to see the Chinese people throw off the Chinese government. You're going to see the Russian people throw off the Russian government. Once people get the basics and understand that it's, that, that government is illegitimate, that we don't really need them. It's the government and the media working together. They're controlling every single channel, uh, almost every single channel, definitely every single channel on this, this controlled media system that I described earlier. But once people get that and we throw and they give up the idea of government, I think that that's going to spread globally and you're going to see a revolution that is going to that is going to take down all of these organized crime governments all around the world. Uh I, I, you know, that's the hope I always have, dude, because, you know, the black pill people are doom and gloom. I'm like, then why even do it? Yeah. Like, why even do it? If, if, if it's inevitable, why not just do a cooking podcast and be like, <laughs> I'm just going to learn to cook because, you know, the overlord masters are going to take over anyways. Why spread the information? You that's my it, opinion. Might I, as well eat good while you're here. Yeah. Eat good. Start a <laughs> Krav Maga. <laughs> podcast right i mean something fun it's hard not to become cynical though man and dark like that it's it's a challenge well dude the day i give up is the day the show's done yeah. i mean it's just the truth yeah. i'm not gonna sit here and be some emo momo who just sits there and fucking wah everything's sad it's like i'm all about that i'm all about action you're very much a moderate though people kind of give you you know this kind of cast you as an extreme figure in the conspiracy movement but you're very much a moderate because we you have people like whitney webb who think you know Elections at all are elections are all charade. fraud. Yeah, it's and all charade. maybe she is right. She could be though. Yeah, yeah. she is she right, totally and I have no be. problems with that. But that's hopeless. I mean, that's hope. That's yeah. Hopeless well, my feeling. whole thing is like, okay, like 
you know, even like to me, it's like on on the left, you have all these progressives who are like crying about how hard it is to be them. <laughs> like, you know, I have like friends who are transitioning now. Right. And then they cry about how hard it is to be that. I'm like, you're picking to do that, by the way. Like, you didn't have to do this. I mean, I know you're telling yourself that this is what you got to do, but you literally are are deciding that's the lifestyle you want to live, right? It's like, if I want to go around in blackface and I'm getting the shit kicked out of me, I'm picking to wear this, right? I mean, am I wrong? Am I talking crazy? It's like, I support your right to choose, but you have chose that to live that life, even if it's inside you. I don't, I, I don't think you pick your sexuality, but I think you pick how you present yourself in the world. And yeah. you're picking this. So when I see you crying about how hard it is to be you, I'm like, that, that's your life you picked. I picked to be a conspiracy theorist. I have inside me cynical views of power. I'm paranoid about power. I choose to present myself as this person. But man, I mean, I'm watching these left cry about government, begging the government to save them. Yeah. And I also see it on in the black pill side. Like, oh, there's no hope. The, you know, the things are all rigged. I'm like, well, what, what's the answer, man? And you got kids. You need some hope. So hold on, hold on. I wanna, yeah, yeah, I want to jump in here for a second because, first of all, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm an organized crime researcher. Hey, respect that. I, <laughs> yeah. Respect that. I, I here's the whole thing. With tinfoil hat, like... The reason I picked him for hat, it was like, I went, oh, I like it like NWA. They just own that word, right? They're like, I, we're going to take this word and we're going to own it. And what are you going to do with it? So I'm like, what is the most polarizing name? What is the most demonized word in conspiracy? Tim Fall Hat. I'm going to name my podcast yeah. Tim Fall Hat. So when I say I'm a conspiracy theorist, I'm taking the power away from the fucking boogeyman of that shit. Did make it hard to get guests for a little while, but... That's fine. <laughs> and guess what? There's still some people who won't do it. And guess what? Go fuck yourself. And, yeah. and people show up to our shows with literally tinfoil hats. And guess what? They love it. The swarm is loyal. So yeah. if you don't want to get in front of the crowd, I'm fine with that because I got people coming out of the woodwork to do the show. And I'm blessed that they do that because there was a time, you're right, Johnny, when nobody wanted to do it. So I own it. I I, I, I call me conspiracy theorist. I don't, I don't care. You call me anything you want. I mean, I get called any everything. The you N-word, like the F-word. What? You probably like most of the things. Yeah, I mean, anyway. I, I get weird boners, bro. But the point <laughs> is, you know, I, I don't get... But you were going to make a point there before I went on that long, unnecessary rant. Well, well I, so it's a good news message. And, you know, I just got back from uh, a multi-state, you know, kind of book tour where we were we were at the Red Pill Conference and the book Government, the Biggest Scam in History Exposed was one of the best-selling books at the conference. But we went through, we went through Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and we saw some friends of ours. And I got to tell you, I saw thousands and thousands of people in Coeur d'Alene. We went down, they've got a, they've got a beautiful lake with a like Sandy beach. And that's where everybody hangs out on the weekend. And there were, there was a race going on and there were thousands and thousands of people around the, you know, around the side of the lake and everything. The, we saw thousands of people. We saw six masks. We saw one family of four wearing masks and we saw two solos. And uh, we talked to some of the people there. Coeur d'Alene is the, is the hottest, property market in the country people are leaving 
uh, places like California and they're going to these red states where, where they're not going along with the, where they're not going along with the mass. They're not going along with COVID. They're not going along with the government. And so you're going to see these states begin to secede. And, you know, we go to these Liberty events, the red pill expo had, you know, was the biggest one yet. Uh, uh, I'm going to be at the porcupine freedom festival. I love in, these names uh, by the way. <laughs> But, but yeah, I don't know why it has have, better man. names, strip bars or freedom festivals. They it's, both uh, freedom festivals and they're blowing <laughs> up like crazy. So last year at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, there were about 1,200 people. This year, there's going to be 2,500 people and it's sold out two months before the event, which has never, never happened before. Last year, uh, we were at the Jackalope Freedom Festival that had 600 people. Uh, the year before, it had 200 people. I think this year, there's going to be 600, 1,000 uh, plus people at the Jackalope Freedom Festival. And so the, the freedom movement is the fastest growing political movement in the world it seems right now and so it's and it's only going in one direction because once you realize that the government is illegitimate once you realize that the, the, the there's a man behind the curtain in the media you know that's a revolution that's only going in one direction nobody goes you know i'm gonna go back to getting chumped by government and by the media again you know it just doesn't happen once you can get the basics across to somebody and so so we're gonna win this thing uh, I want to be agree, the guy dude. that punches it across the goal line, but but it's going to be this. Uh, it's it's the growing alternative media led by folks like Tinfoil Hat, yourselves, and others, where there's a thousand flowers blooming. They just can't keep up with all of the podcasts, all of the blogs, all of the vlogs. Everybody is waking up around the world, baby, around the I world. I agree. I agree. And I think someplace that's really waking up is Canada. And I think Canada, Canada got really fucking lulled to sleep with their health care and all that stuff and how great it was. And now they're seeing that. You know what, man? They got bribed, dude. They got bribed. And, you know, whatever happens, man, and, and I'm going to follow you in the battle because I'll be right there because I'd rather die free than on my knee. All right. And I hate to say that it has to get like that, but it might have to dude. you want change. You got to yep. make change in your life. I was talking to a friend of mine recently. It's like change only comes when you make change, man, that you got to make change. You got to change what you're happening in your life. And that includes, um, what's going on with our government, man. And, uh, I don't want, I don't want trouble, you know, but you know, fair is fair. We didn't ask for this. And this is what's going on. So we have to wake up. And it, like when you watch what's going on in Canada, just know that it will be riot police that will come to deal with this. So we need to nip this shit in the bud before it happens. It's always police, always brown shirts who are doing it in the name of a check. Mm. Right? You're taking a check that, as we discussed, is worth no dollars. It's worth nothing. And you're selling out your brothers and your sisters enforcing rules that you yourself know are bullshit. And you're going, you're cracking people. We have, in a Western culture, we have politicians being arrested for discussing the rights and freedoms of a country. In Western society, man. We normally think of Russia and China doing that. It's happening in in Canada by being ran by blackface Trudeau, okay? Who there's no way that dude won that election. 
And people are waking up to it. This dude is public enemy number one to not just Canada, but the United States as well, because they're our politicians are watching what's happening over there. And you're lying down, bro. You're allowing that to happen is disgusting. And we have to start getting on the right side of this argument. Stop arguing about defund the police and, and blue lives matter and start talking about, we got to stop asshole cops. And that doesn't include good guys. We're talking assholes who are going in there and fucking arresting you for um, not having a mask on, for being, having too many people at your business. It's ridiculous. So, so in Canada, there's a there's a organization called Police on Guard for Thee that is standing <laughs> down the police and supporting the police not to engage. And it's 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 run by ex you know uh, law enforcement officers in Canada saying that they're no longer going to violate the Canadian Charters of Freedoms. And in the United States, there's an organization called the Thick Red Line Project at thickredline.org okay. that is building community support for the police to say no collectively and say, Hey, we're not going to use violence on peaceful people for politicians. And we're going to use natural law instead of politician law to determine if a law is moral. And if it's immoral, we're not going to do it. And so, uh, you know, thickredline.org, police on guard for thee. There's other organizations around the world that are doing the same thing. And so I think the police are going to ultimately side with the people against the politicians. And, and that's the way it should be. And so, uh, so I, you know, I'm very, very, uh, I am very, very, um, uh, excited to see what is going on and how many different, you know, how many flowers are blooming and how many different organizations are, are, are growing up to stop these, you know, these problems. And so, uh, it's just an idea. I, I think we can win without firing a bullet because, you know, like I said, once you realize that government is illegitimate, that you're not going to vote, you know, the, the best thing that happened, uh, to the population was, was the Trump, uh, supporters watching them get the election stolen right out from under their noses blatantly just, you know, so now they realize you cannot vote your way to freedom. You're going to have to abandon government. You cannot vote harder. It's not going to work. And so, you know, once people realize that voting isn't going to do them any good, then really the only, you know, what's the only thing that's fair for everybody? It's voluntarism. It is the only ism that is fair for everybody. Nobody gets the ring of power. Nobody gets to use violence on anybody else. Every single other ism, whether it's communism or socialism or constitutional republicanism, all of those have a ruling class that claims the right to use violence against you and force you to do whatever it says at the point of a gun. And even though that's immoral and illegitimate. And so once you realize how the scam works, then the only thing that's fair for everybody is voluntarism. Like I said, it's, it appears to be the fastest growing political movement in the world. And so uh, I have, I have nothing, but uh, you know, I, I like, I'm very, very positive that this is all going to end. Well, it's not going to be, it's, it's, there's going to be a, transition period because you know i hate to tell people that the you know social security and all these entitlement programs you know it's a bernie madoff scam you got scam you weren't paying attention you you know you weren't listening to your friends that were trying to warn you of what's going on 
And so there's not going to be any retirement, unfortunately, because it was a Ponzi scheme and it was run by organized crime and they stole all of your money and they handed it out the back door for weapon systems that we didn't need for wars based on lies and manufactured intelligence. And so I'm not saying there's not going to be a transition period, but I, I know that the, the scam of government is being revealed globally and that ultimately the, the you know, freedom will prevail. Uh, it may get ugly in the interim, but uh, as, long as, you, as long as we build back without the government, without the parasite of, of this, this you know, government scam on our backs, I think we're going to be just fine. And I think you're going to see the economy blossom and you're going to see wealth and prosperity skyrocket. So I want to get into th- a couple things real quick. I want to talk about your thoughts on monopolies and what they, you know, because a lot of people look at like the post office and even though we don't send mail like we used to, but the post office is a necessary evil. Uh, Amtrak, I find a little weird on how that should run, but mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on monopolies and the government? And like, are those necessarily, can they operate at cost or is it, uh, uh, I always, I always, you know, I always find the boogeyman uh, theory that everything's going to escalate in, in cost. I find that just to be something to scare people. Like why they, why and it's unbelievable. It's always the left to arguing about why we need free trade. I cannot, be, I don't understand that. Why they're okay with sweatshops and stuff like that. Because, and I know it's because the Clintons and they just follow blindly. Um, but this whole notion that like if, if, if we produce stuff here, shit would be so expensive. And I go, I don't think it would be because there's a market cap in which people are willing to pay. And yeah, so the, Go on. Yeah, so the biggest monopoly is the government, and so the government is is claiming a monopoly. But you know, even if you believe the holy document of the Constitution, and and it's it's impossible for in you know, I hate to break it to people that are religiously attached to the pot, to the Constitution, but it is impossible for three dozen men to go into a room on a continent of three million people and write down on a fancy piece of paper that they alone get to make up rules for everybody and steal the wealth of others. I mean that. Just the concept of that doesn't make any sense. It's not logical. It's not moral. It's it's just some stuff they taught you in the government school. But the 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 Constitution doesn't say that the 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 government has a monopoly on post offices. It just says that they will have post offices. And what they went and did is they just claimed and said, "Oh, we're the only ones that get to have post offices." But FedEx and UPS and DHL and other private companies would of course deliver the mail and Lysander Spooner who uh, famously wrote the constitution of no authority actually was competing with the federal post offices and delivering mail faster and cheaper than the government was before the government ran, ran them out of business. And whatever the service is where the government is providing it, you know, there's going to be, you know, if you get rid of the monopoly police, there's still going to be police, but it's going to be provided by ADT and West Tech and Brinks. But when they show up at your house, they only have the exact same rights you do. And because you have the ability, the right to protect your life, liberty and property, you can delegate that right to a security company to exercise it on your behalf. But because you don't have the ability to tell your neighbor whether or not he can smoke a plan or whether or not he can gamble when the, when the security guard shows up at your house and he looks over at your next door neighbor and sees him having a poker game, he can't kick in the door 
and rob everybody at the poker game and say it's against the law because a politician wrote down something on a fancy piece of paper. And so uh, air traffic control, Canada has already privatized air traffic control and planes aren't aren't falling out of the sky. And we can literally go down the list, whether it's courts, whether it's um, you know, charity, whatever it is, the free market mutual aid societies, uh, you know, real charity would do a better job. And if the government wasn't stealing half of your money and overt taxes, covert taxes and inflation, and if your dollars bought more and more, you know, every year like they would, then all of us would be fabulously wealthy, you know, you police service would cost 50 bucks a month and it would come with a alarm system and it would be, and if, and if the guy was disrespectful to you, if, if ADT, you know, if their employees are disrespectful, then friggin' fire them. And then you hire Brinks. And like that is, that's really voting. And now you get to vote every single day with your dollars. You don't get told what to do. And where the government says you have to use our courts, you have to use our police, you have to use our, our postal service. Um, we're having a problem with the postal service because it appears the postal service keeps losing copies of government, the biggest scam in history. And I don't just mean a couple of them. I mean, every, all, every single week we get, we, I've got, I can show you pictures of boxes that arrive busted open with no books in them. They've lost hundreds and hundreds of our books. Uh, now we have to insure them. It drives our cost up, but it appears that the government is actually censoring us using the postal service and, and, uh, and you're not, you know, I, I can't, I, I've never had FedEx lose a shipment. I've never had UPS lose a shipment, but for some reason, the government does not want you to read government, the biggest scam in history exposed. Uh, we just got back from Houston and Texas. Wasn't there the monopoly or the outage have to do with them having control of all the electricity? Well, is it- Are you talking about the JBS, uh, meatpacking? Well, we're talking about like the 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 blackout that just happened in Texas over the uh, winter, right? Like yeah, they yeah. got a winter storm. They got a winter and then- storm, and they said that they that the power wasn't going through because they were they didn't keep up with what they were supposed to, and it was government stuff. And they're saying that technically, if it would have been not monopolized, it would have been ran better. Is yeah, that part. I mean, like- it's all it's and dude, that was all part of the 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 spars, uh, um, simulation game. That was done purposefully. They do that. All this shit you're seeing going on is part of the simulation game. You know, I, I want to get into. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't looked into that, but I'll tell you this: I believe that the cyber attacks on the, you know, the meatpacker JBS or the cyber attack on the Colonial Pipeline that's being used to try and explain away the inflation that comes from the government handing trillions and trillions, creating and handing trillions and trillions of dollars to private banks and private company and bailouts and stimulus. And so, you know, like I described earlier, when you're, when you're, when you're handing creating and handing trillions of dollars out, that is going to begin to drive up the cost of meat and gas and things. And so I think the government is engineering these quote unquote cyber attacks as the engineered explanation for why prices are rising and they're getting ready for the day when they shut down the internet to, to blame it on 
you know, China, 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 yeah. Russia, Russia, yeah. Russia. Yeah. And so when the dollar collapses or when they, you know, pull the plug on the dollar or when the, when enough people are waking up and, you know, marching on Washington, DC, uh, you know, they're going to, you know, turn off the internet the same way they did in Egypt, the same way they've done in other authoritarian countries in North Korea and Hong Kong, you know, they're going to turn off the internet and they're going to br- blame it on the Chinese and the Russians, even though they're, in bed with the Chinese and the Russians, and it's 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 the it's these crime families using government in each of these countries to rob and control their own citizens, and so that's what I think is going on with these cyber attacks. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I want to get into one last thing. Ow! I just fucked my knee up. Um, <laughs> I just want to get into one more thing. You know, are you? Would you say you're libertarian, or is that too much of a party for you? Well, now I, um, so I don't believe at all in, in government. You cannot have a legitimate government. And if you in whatever kind of government you set up, whether it's a constitutional republicanism, communism, socialism, whatever it is, it's going to be hijacked by moneyed interests that are controlling the media. And so the only thing that's fair for everybody is voluntarism. And so I call myself a voluntarist. It, a voluntarist falls under the term, uh, uh, the umbrella of kind of, a, it's a small L libertarian. And so, uh, you know, I don't, I don't hold, you know, I don't hold it against the the big L libertarians that are, you know, trying to, you know, explain to people in the election cycles that the free market does a better job than the government and that you ought to have a tiny, you know, little uh, government. But I also recognize that the Constitution has been a failure. You know, even if you believe in government and that there could be a legitimate government and the Constitution is the best thing that's ever happened since sliced bread, um, it didn't work. Uh, it did not uh, protect liberties. It did not, uh, you know, uh, restrain government. We have got the biggest government that, that you've ever said, you know, that you've ever seen. And the idea that three dozen slave owners on a continent of three million people can go into a room and write down on a fancy piece of paper that they alone get to make up rules for everybody and steal the wealth of others. I mean, that just doesn't even make any sense. And the only reason why people do it is the government is controlling the information they receive by putting them into these mandatory government schools where they slide the population government as a religion. That's one of the other things that we expose in in government. The biggest scam in history exposed is that they're sliding the population government as a religion. They're not calling it a religion, but they're using the exact same tools and techniques as an unethically manipulative religion or a cult. And so we're going to control, we're going to force kids to go to the church school where the priest is going to have them do the common prayer is going to teach them about the holy documents of the constitution and the bill of rights. And is they're going to have the holy symbol of the flag instead of the cross or the star of David. And we're we're going to take the kids in middle, middle school and we're going to take them to Mecca, Washington, D.C., and we're going to take them into the capital that looks like the Vatican for a reason. And it's all giant oversized. So you feel small and insignificant. And then we're going to take them down to the to the uh, to the temples and we're going to show you them the deities of Lincoln and Jefferson. It's going to be very, very hushed and reverent. And then we're going to take some percentage of them and we're going to put them into the mandatory or to the government affiliate 
affiliated youth program of the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts. And we're going to give them awards for how to salute the flag and caress the flag. And when the flag gets old, you can't throw the flag away because it's holy. You have to bury the flag. And we're going to indoctrinate them in this religion. And we're going to shave their heads. And we're going to put them in a uniform, the single form, just like a Harry Krishna, just like they shave Harry Krishna followers' heads and put them into a uniform. They're going to put the kids into a uniform and they're going to raise them up in this uh, in this religion that is being for in, being reinforced by the monopoly media system. And so we're going to product place the flag into the movies. We're going to make the government always the hero, whether it's the badass CIA agent or the FBI agent or the president of the United States flying fighter planes to protect the world from invading aliens. We're going to slip the, the population. Government is a religion. And once the population figures out, that about it man nobody likes to get chumped and so if you've ever tried to explain it to your friends and relatives i got the tool to do it and once they realize that they've been chumped you know i think the population is going to march on washington dc and they're going to be absolutely pissed so i want to get into something else you talked about and i agree with you on all that i i want to get into um Something you brought up, which is basically a regulation burden and in particular fee of entry. That is one thing I am completely and utterly against. And in that way, I I side with the libertarians. I agree. Any party is going to get corrupted by power and money. Okay. And you already see it happening with the libertarian party. And that's why Dave Smith is fighting so hard. And I think he's fighting an uphill battle. I, I, I agree with everything he's saying. He's just like, you're just going up against psychopaths who are who are willing to take money and be opportunists. And that is a real problem we have right now in this country, that we are accepting opportunists. Nobody's held accountable. They can just play a character, take all the money from big business, and fuck their fellow man over. And it's they have zero problems with it. And it's like, at the end of the day, when you take your last breath, you know what the fuck you did. And you know how much of a fucking fraud you were. But the one thing we're talking about right now is Bernie Sanders and his whole desire uh, to, you know, make college free, which I like, you know, I'm fine with that because I don't think you should have to pay for any of that stuff. But notice nobody's talking about doctors and free tuition to become a doctor Mm -hmm. because that is truly how... Big pharmaceuticals control us by getting these drug dealers in lab coats to sell us shit that is unnatural. And the only way they can get them to do that is by pounding them with debt when they come out of, out of school. You, you're okay with free college, though? I mean, because isn't that where free, most kids I mean, are indoctrinated in college and you're okay with Well, with I'm, I'm all paying? for like just like co- getting rid of college altogether. Yeah, I mean, college is a big scam. To me. But, but being a doctor... And, and coming out of uh, out of med school with hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt is done purposefully to control you. You think they should delete the debt, like get rid of it? I I mean, dude, if you if you had I mean, it's doc- fake money anyways. They can just print it, obviously. Right, but they don't want to because big pharmaceuticals want you to be so in debt that you'll take their deals to push the pharmaceuticals on you, on your patients. And then you get hooked on that money, Doc. And it's just like... 
another monopoly. So, so the, the, the crooked pharmaceutical industry lobbied and bribed the organized crime government to give them a monopoly on the licensure of med- to give the AMA, the American Medical Association, a monopoly on the licensure of medical schools, on the ability to prescribe pharmaceuticals, and on the, uh, the ability to be reimbursed by insurance and Medicare and Medicaid. And so that's why you've only got one flavor of medicine, which is called allopathic medicine, drug-based therapies. And so that's what's turned the, you know, the doctors into drug pushers is because the, because once you, you give the AMA the monopoly and you give the AMA the ability to, to, uh, to license medical schools, then the only thing that is taught in the AMA medical schools is allopathic medicine. If you had a free market in medicine where you had orthomolecular medicine and holistic medicine, and you had all these competing schools of medical thought, well, then you could see, well, who's getting a better outcome. You know, I like orthomolecular medicine that says, hey, the, the body will heal itself when you get the body off of the sugar and the uh, hormone and antibiotic laden meat and the caffeine and, and, and all uh, of the Don't say caffeine, dude. That's all I got. BPA, BPS, glutamates, glyphosated wheat, et cetera, that is being put into the food system on purpose to dumb down the population. When you get rid of all that garbage, the body will heal itself. Well, let's have a bake-off. Let's have orthomolecular medicine against, you know, uh, allopathic medicine. Let's see who has a better outcome and let's let people go to the hospitals and to the doctors that are actually getting the best results, but you're not allowed to have that option in the United States because the government has given the AMA a government granted monopoly. The monopoly that you have to worry about isn't monopolies in the free market. You don't really get monopolies in the free market. You're, you don't get necessarily harmful monopolies. That's something we didn't talk about. In the free market, if there's a free market, the only way that you get, a, a, you know, you may have what's called a dominant market position where you're, you know, you know, Alcoa at one time had a dominant market position in aluminum because they got the cost out of uh, producing aluminum and they, you know, they drove the cost down. They had innovations in, in their factory and their distribution and, and things of that nature to get the cost out of aluminum. That's what you want. You want the, the most efficient and highest quality producer uh, to get the greatest amount of market share, but that doesn't give them the ability to raise prices and harm consumers. The second that they raise prices that's a signal in the free market that, hey, whoa, we can make some money. Woo! Let's go in and let's, you know, open our own factory and begin to compete against uh, to compete against uh, Alcoa and because they're raising prices. And so that's what you want. You want the, the market. You want that price signal in the market. You want that market mechanism. And that's what keeps, uh, you know, prices low and, 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 and uh, continued innovation in the market. And so the only time that it gets bad is when, you know, the, the, pe- the, uh, the producers go to government and they lobby and bribe government like the AMA did to get themselves a monopoly. And so you don't get monopolies except through government. You may have a dominant market position for a little bit, but if those companies try and raise prices in a free market, here come the competitors to, you know, to take that, you know, to, to knock it back down again. That's what you want. 
Is it kind of like Apple and Samsung? Apple's champ, but if Samsung puts up game, they might take over. Because uh, in a way well, like exactly. that, I mean, so that that is you know that is one example. But there's also other companies that are making uh, that are making phones that you know that have open source Linux operating systems and hard you know because Apple and Samsung are both you know uh, 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 spying on people for the government. Um, there's there are competitors that are coming into the market that are selling phones uh, that have open source operating systems and hard switches on the camera and the microphone so you can turn the camera and the microphone off since the you know the the quote unquote monopoly providers are are in bed with the intelligence agencies as was revealed in the Snowden leaks where uh, you know some of the slides that Snowden had had people at the NSA laughing at Apple iPhone users because they're giving them all of their data through the back door. And so in a free market, you've got other companies that are coming up and they're saying, hey, I'll sell you a phone that that is not going to spy on you. Damn. Well, I, I, uh, I look forward to watching everything you do and I respect it and I'm excited and uh, I, I have hope, man. I think people are waking up more and more. You know, I'm getting shadow banned. The show's getting shadow banned. But the numbers keep going up. Uh, we sell more tickets than we did a year ago or two years ago before, you know, the pandemic. Our numbers keep going up. And I think people are finding us. And the Swarm, who we love very much, is helping spread all the information. And I am, uh, I am eternally hopeful, positively hopeful, that, you know, as we enter this age of Aquarius, that, uh, you know, enlightenment is happening. And I see it starting to happen. Because once you get all, uh, once you break off from the news, man, you start seeing the world's a beautiful place. And you, and, and once you stop getting into all the, the fight, and like I get pulled into Twitter again. Like I've gotten off it just for business, let business, and then I get called and I want to get in fights with everybody. I need to get off it again. But I have hope. So why don't you tell our fans where they can find you one more time and where they can buy your book. Uh, the book is Government, the Biggest Scam in History. It's at government-scam.com. You can see our our, uh, our uh, investigation into the pandemic at government-scam forward slash pandemic. Um, and again, uh, the book is designed to wake up. If you've ever tried to explain this to your friends and your family, uh, you know, what's going on and you weren't successful, then the book is designed to take people from zero to 60. Uh, most people are visual learners. Over 65% of the population are visual learners. They come to insight faster into a deeper understanding. When you show them a media ownership charter, they, you show them a media organization charter, you show them, you know, the visualizations or the memes in the book. We got the funniest memes in liberty government-scam.com all right man well i appreciate you coming on the show we had some internet problems but we made it happen great episode and let's do it again soon guys i hope to see you all in bakersfield i love you very much come get weird with me this saturday night and uh let's uh thank you for your support we love you very much we'll see you soon take it we go deep homeboy open your mind From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.